Well, South Africa's extended electricity cuts could result in Amplats' refined PGM output falling 5% in 2023. And that's according to CEO Natasha Fulyun. The statement follows the publication of Amplats's financial numbers for the 12 months into December, in which it said it would pay a final dividend of 9 billion rands, this despite a 38% decline in headline earnings for the period to almost 50 billion rand. We're now joined by the CEO, Natasha Fulyun herself, as we unpack these numbers. Thank you so much for your time, Natasha. Would you say that load shedding was the biggest headache for your operations during this period? Um, Zanati, good afternoon to you and your viewers. And um, I think important for us to unpack the numbers. Mm -hmm. Now, clearly, um, load curtailment is a big headache for us as a business. Um, it impacts the stability of the business. It impacts the reliability of our assets. And it does have an impact on the safety of the environment in which our employees operate. Um, so and it reflects a little bit on the 5% that you have just mentioned. Um, looking at the current levels of curtailment that we see coming through the business, our forecast of where we think curtailment could potentially go, one of our scenarios would indicate after a number of mitigating factors in the business that our refined ounces could be um, impacted by 5% in 2023. Ah. Um, I would like, I think it is important for us just to unpack yeah. 2022 a little bit more, if I if I may. Yeah. I think Probably just important for us to recognize that 2021 was a, an, a, an extraordinary year in more than one way. We have unwound a million ounces of work in progress that we built in 2020 after our ACP was down for an extended period of time. Those ounces we unwound in the highest price environment in the history of BGMs and before we started to see the significant inflationary pressures that we've seen in the last year last year a far more normal year and therefore you see the big drop in um in in the headline earnings and then obviously we started to see the high inflationary impacts and slightly softer not significantly slightly soft slightly softer pgm prices yeah all right just talking about that uh, 2022 being a more normal year what should you say the proportion is then between for example uh, you had um, a dip in earnings you also had a dip in um, uh, production i just want to know how are the proportions looking like in terms of the factors that were in your control and the factors that were not so the factors in our control were certainly our mining performance, and that is a good way to assess underlying performance. Our mining performance was down 7% year on year, two factors. The one was planned infrastructure closures at our model build as certain of these areas came to an end. So planned and forecasted. The one area that um, we did have quite a bit of work to do was on the grade at our Mokolokwena mine, where we've seen a reduction in grade and we've done significant work to understand that geological model in the mine to improve our understanding. And that then supported the downgrade in our forecast, three-year forecast at the end of last year. Areas that's not in our control is inflation. We've seen a mining, mining inflation coming through of about 18%. But due to the work that the team has done within their control, the ultimate impact on us was, as a business was only 11%. So important to continue to see the work that's in our control on how we address that.
Yeah. You also said that uh, for the delay in the Bulugwane smelter rebuild, that highlighted the need for increased focus on supply chain reliability. How are you tackling that? So supply chain for us is impacted in two ways, and that is an overhang, I think, still of COVID. Um, we've seen long-term impacts of COVID. Um, we see the impact of the geological, um, of the geopolitical challenges in the world. Um, and so we, we're mitigating it in two ways. The one is in flow and actually just the supply, and the other one is quality of supply. Okay. So the flow of supply, we mitigate by looking at stockholding at being far more diligent in our planning and scheduling and predicting where we need um, and need certain materials and services and starting to put place, uh, orders in place um, well before we would have done it in the past. That is the one way. Mm. The other one is quality. And that is where we've seen the challenges at our Polakwani smelter, where we've seen some of our critical materials being lower, um, lower quality. This we are impact we are addressing by now being very deliberate on partnerships with certain OEMs and suppliers and putting long-term supplier support in place to be able to um, develop that supplier base and secure a quality supply as well as the, the volume of yeah. supply that we need. Yeah. Um, Natasha, just looking at pricing, demand and supply, where would you say that PGM miners are right now in that commodity cycle? Well, if you look at where our prices are, the last year's basket price was the second highest dollar price in the history of PGMs and the highest rand basket price in the um, in the history. So from a cycle point of view, still certainly a very strong market. The question is what happens from here. Yeah. We halfway through last year, we predicted that some of our metals, specifically palladium and rhodium, will start to see a surplus and platinum become come into more of a balance. We're now predicting that because of the impact on supply from on supply from South Africa, we've also seen the Rolsk downgrading their supply. And on the demand side, we've seen a slow opening up, seen a 7% increase in, in vehicle uh, manufacturing in the last year, now back at pre-COVID levels. So that dynamic, we believe, um, we'll see all of our metals still in, in a shortfall this year, yes. with rhodium and palladium starting to go into slight surpluses in the following years. Yeah. So still, I would argue, still a robust environment that we're in at the moment. All right. Well, let's close the interview off, Natasha. And obviously, we know that you will be moving on to a U.S.-based miner. Of course, you are now serving your uh, notice for a year. And I'd like to know from you, what will you be focusing on in the last 12 months of uh, you being in the position of CEO at Anglo-American Platinum? I think it's a very good question. Um, we've built a really strong leadership team at Anglo-American Platinum. So my first focus is going to be to continue to support that team and making sure that we continue the uh, building maturity in the building blocks that we've um, put in place over the last three years. And that would be the focus of this year as well. A laser focus on safe, stable and capable operations, ensuring that we hit our targets and in that continue to build a very strong base for the growth path that we've built as well, which is another piece of work that we've worked on in the last three years. Every asset has got a clear growth path 
And it's now a matter of doing the capital allocation in the diligent way that we've always done it and grow the business and take it to the next level of value. All right. Well, we'll be looking forward to more interviews with you before you do move on. But thank you so much for your time and for your insights today, Natasha. And that was Natasha Fulyun, the CEO of Anglo-American Platinum.